Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clocks Podcast. John, welcome. Welcome. It's another week. It is another week. How are you doing this week? I'm okay, I guess. Yeah. I'm furthering things in life, kind of, so... That's like, good. That's on its way. Uh, my my dog died this week. Oh, no, that's so sad. Yeah, so that was kind of a shitty start of the week, but we kind of knew he was, all, like... Yeah, and, and just to clarify, this is not the dog that lives with us currently. No, this no, is, this is my dog yeah. that, like... Still my, sad, nonetheless. My parents have, and, like, But, yeah. The one that, like, I, I didn't grow up with him because we got him when I was, like, 17 or 18 or something Still, like that, but, but, like, he's the pet we've had the yeah. longest in my life. Like I've had cats before, but they either ran away or like I was a, like a small child. Hmm. So like Otto was like our puppy. And yeah. Like, it's not like you're 19. Like no. you got him at 17 and you've had like in the family for quite some time. Right. So, I mean, he, I mean, he was also old um, and he had gone blind. So like he was just furthering his decay, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, but he was having trouble breathing the other day. Um, and so like my sister was a little freaked out and they were like, oh, well maybe it's just a thing. And then she came home and his like mouth was blue and like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So she called me up crying and she was like, Hey, I think we're going to put him down. Cause like he had yeah. like esophagus collapsing or something like that. Like oh. his like throat was just crumbling in and on itself. That sucks. Yeah. So that was a kind of a, a bad start to the week. But, uh, like once he became blind and he got like, crone, not, I don't remember Cushing's disease, I think is what it's called. Um, I, we kind of came to grips with like, it could be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and like, <laughs> it doesn't make it any easier. No, obviously. but like, you know, we just, I had my day of weeping and mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know, he'll be missed and he was a good boy. And, yeah. But that was just kind of a, a bad start to our week. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. The start to my week was I found out that someone I had been in contact with, uh, had coronavirus. So for the last week I've been in quarantine <laughs> waiting for my test results, which took way too long, but I'm good. But you're fine. I'm clean. Yeah. Everything's healthy. So it was a, again, a rough week. Yeah. Not comparatively, obviously. Uh, I, my, well, my, rough quarant- start my quarantine rough week meant I stayed home and played video games all day right. and yours, uh, start your rough start meant terrible, horrible sadness. <laughs> it got better as it <laughs> yeah, went on. Yeah, that's true. That's- um, but yeah, so not, not necessarily a great week. No. Uh, I mean, there's, it's it's Sunday. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Or Monday if you're listening to this. There's, that's right. A new week is starting, a new, and hopefully it's going better. Because um, there was a there was a new game this week, so I know that's what you played, John. So why don't you tell the listeners at home what you played this week? So I bought uh, Ghost of Tsushima on Friday. Mm-hmm. I had like the whole like limited giant thing pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, I had a, a milestone in another game. What what did you do? I, I won a solo in Warzone. Oh, that's right! Congratulations. Uh, I won a solo. I also won a um, quads game with just one singular other person. So it was just him and I. Yeah, because your teammates dropped out. Uh, yeah, like right at the beginning. And this was on like back to back days too, because I remember you came it was, downstairs yeah. and you're like, "I finally won." It wasn't solos, but I won. Yeah, like, that's the first hurdle is knowing that you can kill those. And last that's really two what it was. People. It was just like I'm. I'm getting close enough, and then once I get that one win, I was like, all right, it's back to solos. I'm trying to get my rank progressions done. Yeah. And um, when I was playing with this other kid or guy, I don't, I don't know his age. Yeah. Um, Everyone's he, a kid when they're playing video games. It, so. I mean, because they're a kid. At he heart. sounded younger than I was. Yeah. There were other people that sounded older than I was. Granted, I don't sound very old at all. <laughs> um, but uh, when I was playing with him, I like resed a bunch of people, so I got the res rank progression mm-hmm. thing that I needed. Um, and then the only thing I needed left was getting um, armor plates. Um, they are buying the armor plate box, which 
I got pretty quickly, um, and like one round, I did like a couple of those like race to the buy box mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I did end up doing one of those. I was playing duos the other day. That was um, kind of cool. I had more time than I thought. When you were explaining it last week, I thought like you have 45 seconds to get across no, I, the map. I think it's a minute and a half. Yeah. Well, I think you were like, it's a minute or a minute and a half, but it's far. And I was like, okay, it it, it is. But thankfully, like we had an ATV yeah. right kind of near that recon pickup so i was just like just get just get on the atv and like, we're just gonna we're just gonna book it yeah you usually don't have enough time to run to it no, i've tried to not. run to him before i'm just like no there's no way in hell i'm getting there yeah. but like thankfully i'm also pretty decent at driving now because that's pretty much how i play constantly is i just drive oh, really? from recon to recon so like i've gotten really good at knowing how like the car is going to twist and turn when right like when it jumps in the air and stuff like that so i'm pretty good at like avoiding trees and cutting through shortcuts yeah i don't nice. i don't ever get in vehicles anymore they're just a target on you well, that's that's definitely true, and I I did get killed by one dude just tossing a C4 off a building randomly, yeah. and it collided with my front fender, and I was pretty pissed, but also like props on you, dude. Yeah, that's like, pretty good. good. Good shot. Yeah, I can't can't even be mad at that. That was actually kind of awesome. But there was an instance where I had like twelve grand on me, and then I did the like um, the race to the buy box thing, and it makes like the armor plates like a grand or something like that. Yeah. So I bought one like threw it out i think i had like 14 grand bought one threw it out like you know bought another for six grand threw it out and then bought another for six grand so like that one round i had three of the 25 yeah just get it done um but i was playing um singles and i was just like well i would buy a an armor crate and then like see how long i could last Mm -hmm. sort of thing and i had killed a bunch of people early and then i was just kind of riding the inside of the circle the whole time and i would like get a recon and be like all right i know where i'm going i'm gonna ride at the end of that circle until yeah. i got another recon um and just avoiding people in general like mm-hmm. at one point i went to like one of those sniper roosts but like laid down because i was just like i'll just watch the um like this the ladder and if anyone's coming up the ladder i'll shoot them well and you'll hear them too right so like so i did that and then like i had a um uh target uh fucking missile whatever it's called mortar launch uh-huh. uh mortar strike um so i had that in like in my back pocket and uh we were going up the hill like towards the corner of the map and like the last two circles were pushed up against the edge of the map so like there's nowhere to go back past that so the, i knew that people were gonna be shooting downhill at me and i just hugged the inside corner of the the rock wall the whole time and i got to a point where like you can't get up there unless you walked the whole thing across, which is what I did. Yeah. So like no one would have expected me being there because it, no, you can't come up that way. You mm-hmm. have to, you have to walk the whole way. And it got down to like five people and there's a dude who was just sniping dudes from the, like the far edge of the corner of the, the map and at the edge of the circle. So I was like, all right, I'm going to avoid that guy and I'll like, I'll let him do his job. <laughs> like, please take out the other guys for me. Yeah. So he, he kept, and he didn't have a um, he didn't have a silencer, so I could hear him and see him on the map every single time. So I was like, all right, he's he's gonna stay there, like do your thing. Yeah, and um, at least you know where he is, right? And he ended up taking out everyone except for like the last three. So it was me and three other people. Um, and then I see a dude to my right shooting like up and over at him, takes him out, and then another guy comes and takes out the dude that was shooting and it was just me and this other person left and I could hear him plating up and I was like, here's my chance. Yeah. Just fucking peeked up and, you know, scoped him and we were like within touching range pretty much, but he didn't know I was downhill because again, there was not a real way to be downhill. Uh, And then I was just like, yes, yes, 
Yes, but I was like legit shaking, and I was like, put the controller down. You know, like walked downstairs. I was like, I did it. And I was like, I have to pee, but like I'm I'm legit shaking. And yeah. sure enough, I was like fucking shivering. But that was like a, a I've checked that now off my list. Yeah, it's and, exciting. Uh, and I got all the rest of the rank progressions, so like uh-huh. I was a hundred percent done with um, Warzone, um, or like Call of Duty in general for the season. Yeah, which is nice. Right before Tsushima came out, exactly. Um. But then I picked up Tsushima, and it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have very few complaints about it, and what I do, it's very minor. Um, it's not going to reinvent the wheel when it doesn't. It's a lot like Spider-Man, where Spider-Man was just open-world game the game. Yeah. Um, this is just also like Samurai Far Cry Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Which is kind of what I thought based on what we had seen from it before. Yeah, exactly. And it's... That's fine. Like, it is good. Um, the few complaints I have is that the game is gorgeous. The The wind is beautiful. The lighting is beautiful. The, like, environments are beautiful. But all the models look like butt. Like, Real, like all, all, all the, the character people? models look like early PS4 games. Hmm. Like, square fingers and stuff. And you're like... What? Weird. Wait, you couldn't... Yeah, why didn't you make them look like a real person? And like when their mouths move and stuff, it's not like, uh, like Spider Man had gorgeous uh, um, cutscenes. Mm-hmm. All people look like real people. This one is just like they look like video game characters with their mouth like blah 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 blah. blah. Huh? Are you um, sure that's not like an effect to make it look like a dubbed Japanese movie? No, and that's that's <laughs> another small complaint. Obviously, it's an American game, um, and so the voice acting is fully voice acted in Japanese and in English. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do uh, cutscene animations for Japanese voice flap voice flaps. So like their mouth is always mouthing the English stuff. Oh, so I'm the, used to the opposite. It's the reverse, yeah. Um, but like this is a thing that games have done. Uh, Resident Evil did it. Um, uh, Final Fantasy did it, where like they reanimate the the mouths to sync the voice acting for yeah. every language. Like that's German involved and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so why they didn't bother to do it here? I don't know, but I think it's because those other two games I mentioned were Japanese productions, and they're yeah. knowing that this is going to go overseas. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if Sucker Punch really gives a shit about the Japanese. Audience, I mean, I'm sure they because it's so minor compared to the English audience. Yeah, I'm sure they don't not care about them. Right, but, but it's so it's, minor compared yeah. to the to the English audience, which is primarily what they're going for. Hence, why they're making a game for. Yeah, I us. feel like a, a lot of times games move. Uh, west rather than more west. than they move east for sure yeah definitely i mean that's a it's primarily a an eastern thing like yeah most japan's or most games have started in japan um but that's like a tiny complaint yeah. also the stealth you, and is, you're playing in japanese just right? i'm playing in japanese yeah. and the japanese voice acting is fantastic yeah um it is funny because like i'm used to translations being wrong the other way around mm-hmm. but like now it's like translations are wrong from the english to the japanese the mm-hmm. stuff that it's like being in subtitles is not what he's saying in japanese but that's because the japanese have translated it rather yeah. than the, the japanese was translated in english yeah so like some of the stuff i'm just like it's not what he said but that's the kind of the idea that's not their fault like yeah. that's the not, japanese people's fault actually it's not um, not what he said right um but that's again that's fine and the japanese voice acting is great mm-hmm. um the stealth stuff is kind of not that great on it. Uh, the AI is the AI is pretty dumb. Mm. Like, everyone, what difficulty are you playing on? Just I'm for... playing on normal. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll play it on hard later. Um, yeah. There's also different modes. Um, 
color grades you can play in. So you can play in um, like full-on color, which mm-hmm. is what I'm doing, like the way the game was intended to be played. You can play it in like film grain mode, which is like kind of sepia. Yeah. Um, and then you can play in, they, they straight up call it Kurosawa mode, which yeah. I think is fucking hilarious. Well, yeah, and I think they mentioned that when they first showed it off. But they didn't call it Kurosawa mode. I think it was just called like Samurai Theater mode. So they must have had like some sort of rights or something like that they had to get to. Well, use they definitely. I remember them definitely saying like, "There's there is a mode that makes it look like a Kurosawa film." Like I remember specifically hearing Kurosawa film in that description. Yeah. Whether or not it was ever the Kurosawa mode, but yeah. clearly that's what it is. In the game it is now. now, and it's that's that's great. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll play it in that mode later on. But like the game is so lush with color, and like again, the environments are beautiful. Like. I'll get to a like a, a cliff edge and I like overlooking seas of like poppies and stuff. I'm just like this is this is beautiful. Yeah, I've heard that the photo mode is like the new standard bearer for photo modes. Oh, it's fantastic. Just because of how many options you have, how awesome just the environments look mm-hmm. in general, uh, that obviously helps a lot with photo mode is how good the game looks. Right. Um, but so. the characters kind of look like butt. Jin's face yeah. always just looks like a generic video game face. Mm-hmm. So like. I've done a couple photos where, like, I'm not focusing on the face or the feature. Like, it's more on, like, the environment and stuff like that. And yeah. actually, there's there's a trophy for using it for the first time. And, like, there I, there was, like, two women that were talking on a cliff. And, like, I, like, crouched and sneaked up behind them. And I was like, I'm going to use photo mode to make it look goofy. And then, you know how the PS4 takes a screenshot of, like, whenever you get a trophy? Yeah. That's the screenshot of the trophy. It's, like, me behind two, like, women who are having a deep conversation on a cliff. And, like, me looking up at them, like, all stealth and crouched behind them. And I'm just like, oh, God. That's really funny. <laughs> um, but the sword combat, I'm trying to play, like, Sekiro. And it's a game that doesn't want you to play, like, Souls-like, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm used to the samurai way, which is, like, you wait until someone moves and yeah. then you it's parry and attack no well, it's parry or like take advantage of like they're open yeah um but there is a uh there's a mechanic where you can call people out so you can like walk up to an encampment of mongols and you hit up on the d-pad and you can challenge uh in a standoff mode one of the people like that you're targeting so yeah. it'll, like you know the camera shifts and it's just you on one side and him on the other side. So like a fighting game, kind of. No, no. And then you hold down triangle, and the second they move, you have to let go of triangle and you'll slash them because like. No, but I mean like the camera. Does the camera look like a two yeah, yeah, D yeah, fighting yeah, game? Yeah. It's okay, like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's you on it's evened on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can get um things that make it so that you can challenge more than one person at a time. So like right now I have three. So if I defeat the first guy someone else will run in and then the second he lifts his arm you can take advantage of it hit triangle again take him out and it's yeah. all one hit kills cool so it's very much like a samurai movie yeah, yeah yeah but the game wants you to do both stealth and both samurai but then chastise you for doing the stealth stuff so like at one point uh there you get into the encampment and it tells you like you have bonus um experience for doing certain things and one of them was like assassinate someone from above and i was like well i don't really I, like I'm trying to play the same right way. Like yeah. I, I go out and challenge, challenge people face to face, but I'll do it for the for the challenge or for the bonus experience. Yeah. And the second I did it, it like had a flashback to like you training as a child, being like, you know, looking the whites of their eyes, like only if you know thief and a you know villain attacks from the shadows. And I was just like, okay. I mean, that's kind of cool story okay, building but you told stuff. Me too. Well, yeah, but I think that's <laughs> I don't think that's chastising more than it is like fleshing out the character. Yeah. Um, which obviously having not played it yet and I'll get to it next week, I think, cause I'm yeah. almost done with what I'm playing now. Um, but I feel like that's just a character building thing of mm-hmm. like 
remember your training to play the way that you want to play. So I feel like maybe as you go along more, that kind of like forcing you to do stuff. And then I think that's just forcing you to do stuff to trigger the memory for the story. Yeah. And then as you go on in the game, because obviously you're not super deep into like it. six you, hours in, five yeah. hours in. Um, maybe as you get later into it, it'll just give you more free choice because it's now shown you all of the flashbacks that it has to show you about these different things. Yeah. Like, have you tried a stealth kill since then? Does it still show you that? No, it only did that, that one time. Like, yeah. I went and stealth killed an entire encampment, again, just to do to it. Do it. Um, you're a monster. Well, and also, <laughs> like, there's, uh, there's leaders in this game. It's a lot like Far Cry, where you take out the leader in the encampment, you free the encampment. Yeah. Um, but you can also um, observe them. So, like, usually they're, um, like, training. Um, so if you observe them, you get uh, a notch on your experience for unlocking more um, stances. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can observe them, and then you can also kill them. And so then you get two notches for doing each of those. So, like, I got to a point where I was killing everyone at the base, and I just wanted to observe the, the leader. Because mm-hmm. if I started shit, he would have come out, and I would have lost that little notch on my experience thing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like went and cleared out everyone first. Um, but usually I'm trying to do it like as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like tiny things that are very cool in it. Uh, if you swipe down um, on the touchpad, you can bow. That's um, cool. So like anytime I talk to someone, I'm always bowing afterwards, even though like I'm the like the higher in the the still the just chain on this. Yeah, good respectful nature. Um, so I take back my monster comment. Yes, uh, I'm bowing all the time. I'm also like your horse is your best friend um so i'm always like super nice to my horse and uh there's little like um like places where you have to bow it like you get to a a place and it's like i got to a place that was like hidden temple and had a little um thing that said like bow next to it so Mm -hmm. i bowed next to it and like leaves came and spun around me and then like went away but like i don't know what it it didn't do anything so i'm guessing there like there's some some sort of secret here i've 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 come across two of them so like i know that there's a bunch of them yeah um i do remember them saying there was something where you could bow or pay respects or something well you can like like, there's there's foxes and stuff you can follow you can pet them and once (laughs) so i the first fox you find you can pet after you're done like paying your respects at the fox shrine and that unlocks um like a a part of your your tree Mm -hmm. um but then i went to like another one and the fox ran away and i was like but but buddy like you could have gotten a pet I, I what's want, your problem i want pets yeah. and i'm also like dealing with like my dog's you know recent death yeah. and i'm just like oh, i just wanted to pet a dog <laughs> um but uh that's that's another small complaint there's like 600 collectibles in the game yeah there are shit tons and like i i like open world games where you can go and like i like collectathon open world games i don't yeah. like fallout open world games like so this is a thing that i like but at the same time it's just like you get stories there's um like uh artifacts there's haikus there's like i think there's like seven different little notches in the um in the collectibles like tree on your your hut and i was just like jesus christ and each Uh of those have 40 to 60 so there's lots of things to collect and to buy in the game um yeah it just means there's a lot to do which is always good yeah, I mean, I'm not terribly complaining. I'm sure that's probably one thing that people are going to complain about. There's a lot of content, and it's spread out very far. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a lot of times, too, that can cause like people anxiety of, like, I don't know what to do because like, I want to do, I want to progress in the story, but I also want to collect all of the things, yeah. which is going to take me 300 hours to, to do all this, and, and so I just don't play it. Like I definitely know people that are like that. 
Right. And like, I can understand that too. Um, there is a, a, a suit that you can wear that will, uh, it's called like the Explorer suit. It, it reveals more of the fog of war of the map um, mm-hmm. than if you were wearing just a normal whatever. Um, but also, like, it'll get your heart beating. So, like, you can feel the, the controller vibrating anytime you're near a collectible, which is nice. It's also really frustrating if you're, like, in the middle of a battle and your controller's like, womp, womp. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I can see it. It's right there. Just let yeah. me try and murder this dude. Like, yeah. Trying to slash. Calm down. Um, but the combat's good. It takes some getting used to. I'm used to playing it like a Sekiro, so I'm used to parrying and stuff like that. This mm-hmm. wants you to be more forward attacking. Um, there's a lot about, like, breaking their stance, which... Sekiro is like as well, but you break your their stance when you're parrying and when you're blocking yeah. and stuff. This one, uh, you can just full-on hold your guard the whole time and block that way. Whereas like Sekiro, you would use your fatigue if you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, again, I have to stop comparing it to that because it's not that game. Yeah. Um, but but it's, it's, it's an easy comparison to make given that it's two samurai-based games yeah. so closely. It's not like Sekiro came out five years right. ago. Like Sekiro came out eight months ago right uh if that so like it it's yeah, yeah, I don't remember when it came it's out. tough not to make that comparison mm-hmm. given how so much of it can be equated so it's not like it's apples and then a different kind of apples right like they're both still apples and so you can draw a comparison there yeah. so that's not uh, i mean it's problematic in the gameplay but only because of the fact that sekiro was such an awesome game for you yeah um and your game of the year last year that it makes it very easy to like think about those amazing experiences and be like, well, it's not that, but also it's doing its own thing. And I still like it this way. Right. I just have to like retrain my brain to think that this is trying to be its own thing. Like it's, it's not a souls like, and I, and it's not, it's, it is to its fault and to its positive. It is just Assassin's Creed samurai. Yeah. Which is what I thought it would be. So like going in, I'm like, yep, this is what I thought it was. Yeah. It's not, again, it's not reinventing the wheels and it's not like, doing anything really different but it does it well um also like a thing that's great is there's no hud which is is that an option you can turn on if you want it no hud at all okay um you have um you have your health in the bottom corner and that's it like the bottom left hand corner and Mm -hmm. then like when you're in combat you can change stances and stuff like that and that'll pull up like the the different stances you have on the bottom right hand side or like the bow and arrow that'll pull it up on the bottom left hand side, but then it goes away the second you choose it. So mm-hmm. like the only thing that's ever on your screen that isn't the action is your health, um, which is beautiful. Uh, like anytime you put something on the, the map, you can swipe up to like bring the wind and the wind will guide you to where that is, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Sometimes it like, will be like, Oh yeah, it's up this cliff, and it just gives you a straight arrow. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm I can't run up the cliff. Yeah. So like, I I understand I got to go around, but at the same time, like sometimes it's a big around. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's quick. Sometimes it's not. Right. And but other games a, have done that too, where it's like thing. it shows you the line on the ground, and you're like, okay, but that's that's a wall, guys. Like, right. It's not... I can't I can't go through this wall. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But it also it's like uh, I was telling Tyler who fucking is also super into this yeah i uh i asked him for for some feedback on the game because like he was full ready and raring to go like mm-hmm. counting down the minutes to midnight yeah on uh on thursday and he had this to say uh so i said how was it he said it's perfect he's done nothing but play the game since thursday and still hasn't found a complaint it's basically the best parts of assassin's creed the witcher 3 shadow of mordor all rolled into one and given a katana 
And so if you're wondering if the game is for you or not, he said it's an easy recommendation. It's obvious if it's not your, even if it's not your favorite setting, uh, as long as you're in the mood for a classic open world gameplay, a lot of shit to do and really good sword fighting, you'll have a good time. Yeah, and so I was talking to him about like what other elements it pulls from, mm-hmm. and it's kind of very Batman vibe too, where like like the Arkham games or just like yeah, Batman yeah. lore storytelling. No, like the the oh, Arkham okay. games where like you'll get to an area um, where like something happened, and it'll be like investigate the area, mm-hmm. and so like you got to go around and be like, okay, well there's like footprints here, and it's leading to like a missing you know bow here. Yeah. And then you look around a little bit more and there's blood. Okay, we'll follow the blood and see what that leads to. So it's very That's much cool. like an Arkham, yeah. Arkham game. So yeah. I was like, this is... Samurai well, Detective Vision. Samurai. And, well, and you do have Detective Vision in this. Uh, you use your ears instead. Yeah. Like uh, where you can hear... But that's like reading. samurai training, right? That's like classic samurai storytelling, no? I, yeah. I mean, I guess. Again, samurai is not about hiding. Like you're... you're no, but about... it's about like being in tune with the world around you. And like yeah. it's Force-esque, I guess. Where it's like... I guess. I, again, this is in every game anyway. Yeah. Like every game has a Detective Vision. Correct. Or like, you know, whatever but at least it's it, called. But at least it fits. It's not like... To some extent. It's not like you have detective vision in the SpongeBob game where you're like, wait, why? Right. SpongeBob doesn't have detective vision. This doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it at least seems like it fits within the narrative. Yeah, and he does crouch down, like, put his hands around his ears and stuff. Yeah. And, like, it's one of those things that, like, unlike Batman where you could play the whole game with detective vision on and, like, not miss anything, this one slows down time. You also walk super slow because you're trying to listen to everything. And you can't hear super far away. So it's, like, a thing that's, like... That's what Last of Us does. You need to use it in this institute or in 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 this instance to then further. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Batman, where like you again, could just you have could it. just you could have the uh, the Bat Vision on, which I did for most of the game anyway. Or yeah. For the earlier games. No, that's how uh, that's how Last of Us does it. One, both one and two. It's like you crouch and you hear, and then you can kind of see clickers in the background yeah. if they're too far away it's just like a slight blur as it, where if they're on the other side of the wall you can see the full silhouette yeah. like illuminated so um so yeah that, that's good because that stops you from just being like okay well i'm just gonna play with super ear vision on whatever yeah and it's like a pulse thing too where like I, that's the way i've been using it it's like if i go into an encampment i'm like all right i'll hit it once i'll see what's around and then i'll move a little bit more see if that's changed or not mm-hmm. um and, like, you can get things that expand that. Um, I'll probably do it just to f- get trophies for further progressing it. But it'll yeah. probably be the second to last thing I do. Because, again, I I would rather go out and be like, yo, let's fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As opposed to be Mr. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's a it's a great game to recommend. If I had to rate it after six hours that I've played it so far, it's like an 8 out of 10. And that's, which, I mean, yeah. Again, like I, I loved Samurai, or I loved uh, Spider Man a lot, but I, I think I get the same thing out of Spider Man. It's an eight out of ten because it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it does everything it does really well. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that might change with like more story progression and mm-hmm. more like unlock skill trees and things like that as yeah. you progress through the game. That could obviously change, but it's still good to know that even just these first few hours in, it is a good game. It is everything it was claiming to be. It's yeah. not like it's open world the game, but it's bad. Or it's like, okay, it does all of the open world things, but it doesn't do any of them particularly well. Right. They're just horizons are done for for me. Yeah, exactly. Like it checked the boxes of like detective vision, uh, you know, arrows to help you go where you got to go, talking to people, collecting stuff and just like checking boxes, but none of it's exciting. Yeah. Um, So it at least seems like that's something where it's like, yes, it checks all those boxes, but it also checks the box next to good as opposed to fair or needs improvement. Right. It's not boring like uh, Horizon Dawn was for me. Um, and, uh, it's big, but it's not as blank as Horizon Zero Dawn was for me. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn felt like I was walking forever 
to get to nothing to progress a story I didn't care about. Whereas this is like, I walk forever in these lush environments and like also encounter Mongols along the way that I can or can't fight depending on how I feel. Like it's, it does everything it pulls from well. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't do anything new, which is fine. Yeah. Um, And also like the character models don't look like a late PS4 Mm -hmm. era character model thing. Uh, or like their their visuals aren't yeah they don't look like almost next gen they look like almost last gen right but they put all that time and effort into everything everything else else. yeah so well and and i guess that makes sense so like it does detract from the overall product yeah certainly um but i can at least understand the like you're only going to be talking to people every so often like you're only going to be interacting where you're staring at their face for a very short amount of time whereas you're going to be staring at this world for every other piece of yeah. it so what put our resources where we think they'll be most valued which is good and it makes for a good product mm-hmm. um but obviously still detracts from the like it could be a 9 if everything looked like you know the world looks if the people look like the world looks kind yeah. of thing um, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I I very much recommend it. I'm I'm excited to see what you think of it. Yeah, I mean I think you liked the early stage Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I only really played one, to completion. The other ones I just tried and I just couldn't. But I also didn't really like the. I don't know. It seemed I think because I powered through one. Then like when I went to play two, it just felt so samey, and I was like, I'm not in this again. And I know that they're very different, and yeah, the two is the, leaps and bounds better. But huge. in the early parts of two, it just feels like the sameness it, yeah, it of one, which was just repetitive over and yeah. over and over again. Um, so I think at the time, I was just like, no. And then when I tried to pick up later ones or tried to play like two again, like another year later, it just was like, no, nah, I'm not in the mood for it. And yeah. then I tried to pick up like, I think four, cause I heard it was the best one and I played a little bit of it, but again, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't a big pirate sky. So that didn't yeah. like suck me in, at least in this instance, while I'm not like a big samurai or Japanese film buff or anything like that, um, I can at least appreciate like good sword fighting uh in a like a ninja samurai style and i think like i've been really into ninja turtles the last couple of weeks and so like (laughs) i'm very much into that like ninja sword fighting like honor code type stuff and granted that's a different packaging that's wrapped around a very similar like aesthetic to a certain point the shadows of mordor no, because I'm not Lord of the Rings. Neither am I, but I yeah. was just curious to see, like, other than Tyler, who loves everything he touches for the most part. Yeah. Because um, he's the worst kind of optimist. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with loving everything you play. No, no, no. I, I'd say that with a smile and grin and, yeah. you know, every Well, this is not a nice visual medium, so <laughs> got to clarify. You can hear it from my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just want to know from somebody else who wasn't into Lord of the Rings if they played it at all to see I thought how about it compared just to. It, yeah, I thought about it just because it was so widely regarded and it yeah. was, it's was it been so cheap so many different times. Yeah. But I'm like, realistically, I'm not going to play this. I mean, I'd never played it either. I, I do like Lord of the Rings, but it's just yeah, it's just another game to me. It's yeah. not adding to the lore or anything like that. And it's not something I'm super into. But I just wanted to know like how well it compared from, from that aspect mm-hmm. because I don't think you do samurai stuff or like japanese stuff very much at all no um so i'm curious i mean if you want to like play my copy you can play my copy you know, no i'm gonna get it because like i or something like that i want to play it like okay. i want to i want to sit down and like play it because i think that i will have fun with it even though it's not even though the genre of story yeah. isn't what's getting me into it the like what i've seen of it i've enjoyed 
Um, the reviews have been nothing but great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two people now that I've talked to that have played it both are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Granted, one seems way more immensely enjoying it. And that's not to disparage how much you're right. enjoying I, it. I am liking it's it. It's like you're an eight and he's a 15. Right. So it's exactly. like, and this is out of 10, it seems like, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but like either way, out of 10, the low bar of being eight is still totally valid. Right. And, still and a my good minor complaints reason. are very minor. Yeah. Um, and I've seen nothing but fantastic reviews and stuff online. So um, it is something I'm going to play. It's just a matter of timing because I'm not done with uh, Last of Us 2 yet. But you're close? I am close, yeah. I um, I did end up looking up chapter lists just to see, because I was like, getting... I felt like I was getting kind of close, and then, like, as Friday was approaching, so I was like, okay, how much time do I realistically have left? Yeah. Um, and I can see I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty close. Uh, I could probably finish it today. Like, we're recording a little bit earlier than we normally would, but... Um, I could, I'll probably finish it today if I get some more time to play it. Um, and I'll definitely finish Good. it this week uh, and then probably pick up Ghosts at uh, some point this week. Are you going to buy it digitally or? I don't know. It depends on if I'm feel like it depends on if I'm like ready to play it. And then if I feel like I want to go out and go get it or if I just want to be like, whatever, I'm just going to download it. It's fine. I um, did. Uh, I read a. I read a thing about increased the Tsushima like added fake load times. To I did the game. see that. Yeah. Which is weird because like. I, most times you're trying to cut down on load times. Yeah. You're not trying to increase them. Well, they said it was like a bit too jarring, and also they wanted people to read the tips of the like the load time tips. Yeah, which is understandable, I guess. I mean, I don't read them. No, but like I like the way that like uh, Last of Us Two does it, where when you die, like it loads the tips and you can read them as you, as you want, but then you have to press like X to continue. So you can keep reading them if you're not ready to go back into the game. Yeah. Um, but I wish that was a thing like I could turn off, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, again, it's maybe two or three seconds. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't die very I mean, I've died a bunch, but mostly because, like, I'll jump off a cliff and, like, not realize that there's nothing yeah. underneath me sort of thing. Yeah. Um, or you'll, like, you'll do a thing where you're like, oh, that was stupid. I know what I did wrong. I'm going to fix it. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's and it's not. It's not, like it's, it's not like it's a Sekiro or a Souls-like where it's punishingly difficult. And they're like, maybe try blocking. And you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, and, then, like, I guess they said the way that they do it is like instead of reloading a save state they just respawn you in the world so the world is perpetually loaded yeah um and they just respawn you in that point but then they put in this fake load time mm-hmm. because video games have tips in load screens yeah. now um well it's open world the game the game so they have to put that that is true check mark yeah check box and the tips aren't like anything yeah. interesting either so like the fact that they exist it's an odd thing but i don't care like it's a normal thing to put in I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. So. Yeah. Yeah, if they didn't tell you, you'd be like, oh. Because it's not like they're punishingly long load times. No, and there are, there are even like, it's like Iron Man two VR. or three seconds to begin with. Yeah. And then that's elongated. So it was probably maybe one or two. Sweet. Yeah. Good deal then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll probably pick it up. It'll just determine if I want to go get it or not. Yeah, and I'll, I'm I'm super curious to know what you think. Yeah, and I mean, I will... same thing about Sekiro, but it's still not touched. <laughs> it's still not touched. No, no, it was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, I'll over break uh, over like Christmas break. I'll, yeah, I'll play it, and then I just didn't. I still never finished Control. <laughs> still, and and the DLC that they added too. Yeah, I never did it. Yeah, did not did not do it. Did you play more Iron Man? I did not play more Iron Man. No, I've just been playing uh, Last of Us Two uh, this week. I'm almost done with it. And I know that I'm almost done with it because I, I did look up the chapter list. Like, I did end up going through and looking that up um, just because, like, it was getting close to to Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, am I going to finish 
now or am I going to just like play through this weekend and pick up Ghost like next week? It was one of those things where like when I played through Last of Us 1 to finish that before 2, I was looking it up because I was like, okay, well, do I just go to the store now to buy Last of Us 2? So that way when I finish it tomorrow, I can then just go and play it right away and like have it ready and loaded and everything like right. that. Um, so I did look it up and I'm I'm not – like I still have a ton to do. Like I'll probably finish it today. Um, but I like – I did look it up. And I'm kind of sad that I did because it does contain a little bit of a spoiler. Um, not one that I don't think I – I feel like I had seen it online anyway um, in terms of like what people were saying about the storyline. Uh, but it wasn't a big enough thing where I'm like, fuck, like now I know X happens. Right. I just like, you don't really know what happens. You just know that the, something pivots and you're like, oh, okay. Right. There's a shift. Yeah. So like I was made aware of the shift before realizing like what the big, like, so, but it didn't spoil anything that like takes place after. So it's, it's technically fine. Um, rather be by you than by someone else too. Correct. Like, yeah. I would rather spoil things for myself by accident than like seeing it pop up on Twitter and be like, motherfucker. Yeah. And it wasn't even like, it didn't feel like a spoiler in the moment. Um, I just knew that something was going to change about the way the story was being told. Yeah. Um, uh, and it wasn't until that change happened where I was like, Oh, that makes sense as to why I saw what I saw in the chapter lists. Mm -hmm. Um, so it didn't even, it wasn't like, Oh shit. Well now I know eventually I'm going to do this. Great. It was, Oh, it was like a retroactive spoiler almost where I'm like, it now put together made sense like, where oh, okay. it should have, yeah. yeah, like I wondered what it was going to do to make it that happen, but I didn't necessarily know the way in which it was going to do that. Right. So, uh, it wasn't really a big deal, but like, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's more last of us. Uh, I'm enjoying the way the story's playing out. Um, I want to like, I want to get to the end to know if the pivot that happens is a worthwhile one or not. Cause right now I like. I'm not really like jazzed about the change. Uh, and it's, it's hard to talk about like not in terms of spoilers, uh, but still the game's only been out for like a couple weeks. So I don't want to get into spoiler territory yet. Maybe next week when I'm like, done. even though it's already been spoiled for everyone done before it. it came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, you know, we didn't talk about that. Right. On this we don't want to be so, that. that exactly. I'd you can spoil it for yourself. I'm not going to be the one to do it for <laughs> it you. It is out there. <laughs> uh, but maybe next week, once I'm done with the game, we'll yeah. do like a postmortem on it and kind of talk about it all encompassingly without spoilers or with spoilers rather. But um, I want to know, like, how does this pan out? Because I don't necessarily agree with some of the story choices. Mm -hmm. So I want to know if that will pay off in the end or if it will or if it won't. So I don't really know um, how that kind of will will take it. So um, but yeah, like I'm enjoying it. I'm continuing to play it. I you know played a bunch of it this week because it was all I, I could do because I couldn't leave the house <laughs> um, other than to like go on walks around the neighborhood. <laughs> Just to, just to get out. Just to get some breath, fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Just because I didn't want Because, like, last weekend I just sat on the couch for, like, three straight days, which was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it had been a while since I'd had, like, a weekend where I did not move and that's, did that's, not do that's anything. That's all I ever do. Um, <laughs> that is my life every but, like, day. I didn't even, but, like, you at least sometimes would, like, go to the store and stuff. Like, I didn't even do that. I yeah. just sat there for three straight days. And I, I was totally fine with it. AC was blaring. I was having a good time. Um but it like you know after a while I'm like okay I can't just like sit here I gotta like yeah. go for a walk or something, um, but no I, I played a bunch of it I'm gonna continue to play through it hopefully today, um, finish it up and then start ghosts like I said next week, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been fun. I know you were you said you were talking to Joe, and he's not enjoying Joe it. Joe hates it. Yeah. Um, which I I want to get into him. Uh, I wanted to get into it with him to like figure out. I could kind of get what he was saying because you were saying it's just because it's everyone's just kind of a, a miserable asshole. Yeah. Well, and I had looked up like I know everything like i looked up the ending of the game and stuff like that oh, okay i don't want to know that. well i had la, watched la, 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 la. A, i'm not gonna say <laughs> no, it but like i had watched a review of someone who like is known to be like a funny reviewer mm-hmm. um and everything he was saying about it, i sent that that video to joe and joe's like yeah it's exactly how i feel and mm. like so he's in agreement and then i also read another review that was not a video review and they said the same thing that they're just like it's just like depression the video game like and like they're using depression as, as as an uh, like as uh, a facade of emotional. Like mm-hmm. no, emotional is a range of emotions. It doesn't mean one emotion. Or like the same thing with character arc. Like there's no character arc in this. It's just like everyone's deplorable and everyone does shitty things, and that's a mask for the game being deep. Well, so here's the thing: having not finished it, so right. I can't speak to how things end up. But so far, I don't necessarily agree with that because while the end result of a lot of the conflicts and a lot of like the big story beats are murder and dismemberment and all these different things, there are smaller moments along the way that I feel like might get lost with the fact that at the end, you killed like a human person. Um, So you forget that like they do have this arc sort of of growth, but then they like retreat in it, which is... Like a lot of people who deal with, you know, mental illness have that, like, I'm, you know, three steps forward, two steps back, kind of like, I'm getting better, I'm growing, I'm here, and then something happens and I just regress. Yeah. So, like, that part, again, I don't know how it pans out, so I can't say for certain that it isn't just a big regression, but the catalyst for the story is one where, like, I get why everyone's just a miserable jerk, Mm -hmm. because, like, the things that drive, uh, the characters that you are like interacting with the most, those are things that would set you on the path to do terrible, horrible things. And you justify them because you think the ends justify the means. So I like, I get that everyone's just like kind of a dick, but I also understand where they're coming from when they do those dickish things. But I'm also paying attention to what, what little moments are there where you're like, oh, this person is better. This person can be better. And granted, I don't know how it's going to pan out. So this could all be just dropped once we get to the ending and they it pans out. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that next week. Yeah, exactly. What um, I'm saying is not influencing the end, but yeah. just like... And, and this is like, it's hard to compare things that are semi-different, but like in in the realms of a character arc, like you can watch a movie because it's two hours long with deplorable characters if there's some sort of justification at the end. But like, how many hours are you into this game and Ellie's still just going around and murdering the fuck out of everyone in disgusting and horrible ways? Like, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I'm like, so like you're, you're being a participant in this maybe. more than 20 yeah. So you're probably, being a participant in this more than a movie, obviously. A Correct. Movie. You're, you're not doing these acts. You, you as Adam, are not doing these acts. Oh no, I you, am. As what, a character, that was my walk around the neighborhood, just murdering, murdered yeah. everyone. Oh yeah, terrible, just throat cutting and stabbing. No, and like, yes, she's doing it, and yes, like she continues to do it, and I understand where she's coming from. You know, like putting it together in the world that they live in of like. You have to remember, like, in Last of Us 1, they crossed the country and came across deplorable person after deplorable person 
and they did what they had to do to survive. And all of this happened when she was like 13. Right. So that's going to scar. That's going to leave all kinds of lasting effects. And then just when, you know, she gets back to like, and when this game starts, it's like, okay, they've set up shop. They've like, they're living in a town. They have a family unit. She has friends. They have all these things. And then in like one fell swoop, pretty much all of those things are like taken away in one way or another. And so like, it's easy to see why she's, why she breaks like mentally. Um, but even still in some of those moments where she does these things, you see that look of pain on her face of like, fuck, what did I do? And there's one part like towards the middle where like she does something awful and she realizes it after the fact, just how awful it was. Like it was bad in the moment cause it was murder. Mm-hmm. And then she realizes like, Oh fuck. That was, what I just did, I now realize was like way worse than just murder of all those other murders that I've done. This was like the worst murder. Um, and it, she's like visibly scarred and shaken. And like, she goes back to like their hiding spot or whatever. And she's like horrified with herself internally. And she doesn't express it because she's trying to repress it. Cause she doesn't want others to look at her the, a different way. So it's, I get the point that like we're seeing her and looking at her in a different way. So I can understand how that could affect people's view of that character and therefore the character like arc. Um, but I kind of understand at least thus far why things have happened the way that they've happened. And I'm not justifying it necessarily. Right. And um, that's what like I was thinking while you're saying that, like, is this justification or is this like, are, are you hoping for justification or comeuppance? Like this is an addict now going back to their, their vice, which in this case is, I don't think it's a vice, horrible, disgusting murder. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a vice per se, Not a vice, as it is just like, like a. Again, an addict has their their thing that they're well, yeah, they're it's, coping with life with, and correct. hers is yeah. to go and murder. <laughs> yeah, it's it's her it's her way of releasing the anger and aggression that she has, um, in pretty much the only viable way to do that. Like, because in this world, like. If someone's like angry, they like go. They can go play like GTA and get all their anger right. out. Because some people do play games like that. She doesn't have. There's no outlets really right, in no this world. Here. Yeah, there's no like. I'm just gonna shut myself off and like watch movies because like they have ten movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shut myself away and like read a book and calm down. Like they have fifteen books. Like I mean, granted, there are some parts like in a they're, library. Yeah, it's but post-apocalypse. Yeah, like, they're, they they don't have out. the same. Mm-hmm releases that we have you can't just like go for a walk right because going for a walk means booby traps and clickers and you know vagabonds that are out that could want to harm yeah. further so like the only it seems like the only outlet for that character is horrible murder when everything like when people are constantly in her way and trying to murder her like it's not necessarily self-defense because she is seeking this out in a way. Um, but I at least kind of see how the character that we met as this small child could get to this point. Um, but again, I don't know in the end. I'm not necessarily looking for comeuppance or a lesson learned so much as I'm just like interested to see how does this pan out. Because like there are a couple cliffhangers along the way um, that they don't necessarily resolve right away. So yeah. I'm hoping to see how those resolutions will come about to see if it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, that was like, this whole thing was just dumb because it doesn't make sense because of a, B and C. Like at the very least I can follow the through line Mm -hmm. of the story thus far. 
Um, so it's not, I don't, it's not bothering me in the same way that like, you know, Joe's describing, or you're saying that like the reviews that you've read are describing, um, none of those are wrong interpretations because obviously everything is up into interpretation and, you know, like I'm the type of person who can watch this fictional world and understand how a person could get to this point in their life that this is how they're choosing to like get you know, revenge or live or do whatever they need to do to survive. Whereas like some people could look at this and go, I don't condone these actions regardless of what happened because they're looking at it from like either their own perspective or a real world equivalence or something like that. Exactly. And that's why everybody doing something different to a game or a movie or a book or a TV show or whatever. Um, which is why like it's, if you, if you hate it and you don't like it, that's totally uh, viable as long as like you can back up your hatred of it and not just like i hate it because the main character is a girl which like they were which is mostly what there was definitely the reviews like that was. online yeah. the you know in the review bombing day like the very first day like they were definitely like girl main character equals bad right. um and i'm hoping that that's a small like vocal minority and not the majority of people but like you know like if joe doesn't like the game because he says it's just depressing people doing depressing things and murdering and just vile shit over and over and over again. And it's, it's heavy and I just don't like, like there's no levity. Then that's totally valid. That's a valid well, it's criticism. One of those things that like, I mean, I, I know Joe and I share this belief in some things is, or not belief, but like a uh, mindset is that like I use video games and media in general as an escape from reality. Yeah. And if what I'm playing is just depressing and like, you know, horrible and vile, uh, like I can understand that maybe this is the world that those things live in. Yeah. But I don't need to be a part of it. Correct. Yeah. And that's totally, again, that's totally valid because you're bringing, you're bringing your like mindset and you're into the game that you're playing. So you're like, well, no, like I'm seeing a lot of depressing things like in my regular life. I don't want to see that in my video game life, Yeah, which is totally fine. I'm not, I don't necessarily play games that way. Like, yes, they can be an escape, but I'm not looking to necessarily, detach from Mm -hmm. reality so to speak and i know that seems more harsh than or more like expansive not detached but that's why i I use the word escape because like when i'm in that world then i can put myself in that world as opposed to being an observer of that world yeah that's like i don't play games like because like that's the same thing people do with rpgs where they're like i want a character creator i want to make myself i want to be in the game i want to imagine myself in this world i do not want to imagine myself in most worlds like, I want to imagine myself as Spider-Man, sure, uh, but that's because I want to be Spider-Man, not because I want to be me with web-swinging abilities in New York. Yeah. I want to be Spider-Man. So, like, I kind of go in, and especially with these kinds of, like, especially Naughty Dog games in particular, like, I don't see myself as Nathan Drake. Like, I don't see myself as Joel Oh, well, I don't either, Ellie. but at least um, that had some, some brevity to it. Yeah, <laughs> in exactly. Compar- in a comparison. In comparison, yeah. Um, but, like, I play them because I want you to tell me the story you've crafted as the game developers. Mm-hmm. So whatever that is, I, like... And again, it's not necessarily the right way or the wrong way or anything else of playing a game. It's just the different way of looking at it, which is a totally valid way of looking at it versus somebody else's way. Like you said, of escapism versus just like, I want to be engrossed. I don't want to escape. And so I think that's like the the dichotomy and the way that this game plays out, depending on your mindset of games or of playing these big narrative drawn games will determine whether or not 
you want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. and both are totally valid, and both are you know yeah, as long as you have the right a way reason to, to back up your correct, and not just like ew, I don't like it because reasons, right? And you'd like LGBT you, bad, yeah, whatever. Right. Like as long as you have, as long as you can say like I don't like it, and here's why: whether it's the gameplay is clunky and repetitive, or the AI is bad and stupid, or the everything is just murder, stab, murder then those are totally valid concerns and I totally get it. Um, At least for me though, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the through line of the story. Mm -hmm. And while I don't necessarily love every single story beat and I could see things that like didn't necessarily need to be a part of it. I can understand how the actions that happen within the game uh, go and influence the character's decision-making going forward, at least thus far. Yeah. So that may change. And cause I definitely remember seeing some criticisms in some of the like reviews or review bombing or like little snippets of people being like the characters actions don't justify, aren't justified because of things they've done in the past or their characterization previously or what have you. Right. And they're going against that. So I don't like it. That hasn't happened for me thus far. I don't know if it will towards the end or if they're saying the things I've already seen were not, in line with the character's motivations or the character themselves, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't necessarily think is the case yet. Well, so. and yeah, again, you haven't finished the no, game. No, so. close, but not, you, you not won't, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, like I said, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to continue playing it, um, and then hopefully it will be finished soon, and then I'll, I'll move on to, to Ghost, and I'll become a samurai. So there's two things I'm, I'll be curious about next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And we'll obviously talk about it yeah. all here sure. and, in, uh, and in person. Uh, but that'll do it then for what we've been playing. So we'll jump into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. Um, and this seems to, July seems to be just like Xbox's month. Uh, I feel like we've got, we've started off with like Microsoft slash Xbox news the last couple of weeks. Well, or they, they've got their showcase coming up in next week, this week coming up. I think it's like Thursday. Days. Yeah. It's 23rd. Yeah. So is that Thursday? Four days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Thursday. So we'll, we'll continue with Xbox stuff. Yeah. That's what I remember. Um, yeah, which is this Thursday. So, you know, we'll continue to have Xbox stuff, obviously, next week, because yep. this will be their first party showcase. Um, so much in the way that, like, Sony was showing the controller and showing some different things, like, leading up to their yeah. game showcase, uh, Microsoft is doing the same. So um, we'll start things off uh, with kind of a big announcement, actually, and one that I'm very excited about as a person who has never owned an Xbox and doesn't really um, get into any of the first party Xbox games, mostly because they just didn't look appealing enough for me to then purchase a system based on those. Right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, it was confirmed this week that uh, Microsoft's project X cloud, which is their streaming service platform that you can stream to phones. And I think it's just phones right now. I don't think it's streaming to yeah, computers. It's only the way, Android phones. Yeah. Um, the way that it does like Stadia, you can play on laptops and, you know, Chromecasts and all these different things. This is just strictly Android phone based for the for beta. Now, yeah. um, it is coming out fully in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did confirm it will not be called Project X Cloud when it comes out. Uh, there will be some name. Hopefully it's not stupid. Microcloud. Uh, yeah. Or uh, my like or Xbox Project Phone or like or you know Series P X-Space. for phone. Yeah. Or something <laughs> like Series T for tablet. I don't it's know. It's gonna have a terrible name. I'm hoping that it doesn't, um, but it will be coming out uh, in September. Um, so that's good news. I think that means it's going to launch across the board. I don't see anything. They haven't listed what devices it will work on. Yeah. But I'm assuming if it's a full-fledged launch, that means Android, iPhone, you know, Windows phone, I guess. If anyone's still got that kicking around and it's not too outdated by now. I think they're already um, dead. Uh, but they did say, so I do see phone and tablet. Um, will be playable. Uh, it will also 
uh, include Games Pass Ultimate. So you'll be able to uh, play. You'll be able to buy Games Pass Ultimate, which is what fifteen bucks a month. I honestly don't remember. Um, I, it's I not think it's, ten because ten was the base for everything. Yeah, um, I'd say yeah, it's fifteen dollars a month, and that gets you uh, Xbox Live access, the Games Pass subscription, um, and then starting in September, XCloud game streaming, all for fifteen bucks a month. Um, and you'll be able to play more than just the hundred games that are available now. So that it seems like they'll be increasing the amount of games available on games pass mm-hmm. but you'll be able to play all of them on your phone or tablet which is really cool because that means theoretically you never have to buy an xbox because i think all first party games come to games pass day one unless that philosophy has changed uh yeah i think it's like stuff that was coming out i don't know if it's all first party games inclusive mm-hmm. but it was the stuff like from when games uh, pass ultimate or whatever it was called happened it was from that point on all of the microsoft first party stuff was on there so that's like even like minecraft dungeons is on there and stuff like that yeah um so i mean that's pretty cool just given the fact that theoretically if you have a decent enough phone with a big enough screen and you're okay with that you can play all the halos right now on your phone you can play all the gears on your phone i hope this comes to apple tv because i have an apple tv and like that's how i played um uh, you can hook your your Bluetooth controller to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, like my PS4 controller hooked up to it. So like imagine playing Xbox games on an Apple product using a Sony controller. <laughs> yeah, um, I did see that they they are in discussions with Apple and that over some App Store policies that I guess have limited them from doing testing with an Apple app previously because yeah. um, they did have XCloud on iOS. Uh, it was just limited to Halo. So that was the only thing that you could play. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, and currently, I think xCloud requires an Xbox One controller. So that might be a thing that you need. So you won't be able to play it on a Sony TV with an Apple product and a I don't PS4 know if I can controller. Hook, maybe I can hook my... I think I can hook my Xbox controller up to it, but it requires a cord. Yeah. So that, that might be something that comes later down yeah. the line. Probably not at launch. Um, it seems like it will be limited to... But like... There's now a much less barrier for entry, whereas if you wanted to play the Halo or the Gears franchise, you either had to have a computer that was good enough to run it, which is thousands of dollars, yeah. an Xbox, which is hundreds of dollars. Now you just need an Xbox controller, which is 70s of dollars. And you can 70s, 70s of dollars. <laughs> uh, and you can go ahead and play all these games yeah. available uh, right there on your phone, which is pretty cool. I'm like, I'll sign up for 15 bucks for a month or whatever, or the trial. I'll do it when Infinite comes out. Yeah, I mean, because you won't have to... Oh, I think Infinite's coming on Xbox One. It is, but with how disappointed I was with Halo 5, I don't want to spend $60 on the game. True. Oh, yeah, but so you'll you'll be playing it on the Xbox One. You won't be playing it on the phone. I guess, yeah. And I canceled my actual, my live subscription because they did that shitty thing where, like, Mm -hmm. I signed up for the $2 for two months for the Ultimate, and then it switched from being $2 to, obviously, whatever it was, like $15. But then they did it two months at a time and then, like, didn't tell you until they charged you. And I was just like, you suck. Yeah. Um, so I actually don't have it anymore. Um, so I'll just give them the $15 again whenever Infinite comes out. Yeah. Um, so in talking about this, uh, Phil Spencer did say that um, the promised PS4 controller support and streaming xCloud games to PC um, support uh, will be – there will be more clarity on the company's plans next month. Um, so sounds like sometime in August we'll be getting, like – probably the official name of it, what devices it comes out on, what controllers are compatible, um, and all of those different things that will probably, you know, 
may sway you one way or the other. Yeah. Whereas like if they tell me that I have to get an Xbox One controller or a Series X controller and a bracket and I can only play on my phone and my phone has to be plugged into the controller or like some, you know, thing. Because like Stadia, I have to be plugged into the controller, which I still don't understand. Uh, then, then that might be a higher barrier to entry. But if it's one of those things where it's like I can play on my laptop, streaming it the way I do with Stadia with my PS4 controller or my Stadia controller, depending on what requirements they have, if it's Bluetooth or what, yeah. um, then that's a that's an easy no-brainer to like try some of these games that I never played beyond like multiplayer Halo 1 and 2 and mm-hmm. a little bit of 3. Like never played the story of them. So like that could be a cool thing to get into. And then to be able to play those first-party games going forward would be cool because I'm not... I'm not looking to get the best version of them. I just want to try them. I just want to play them. Yeah, you would have bought an Xbox at exactly. this point if you cared enough. Exactly. And so, like, I'm not going to go out and buy a Series X to play these games or to play the backwards because, like, whatever. And if I can just play Microsoft's curated version of 100 to 200 games that they deem to be, like, essential play for Xbox, mm-hmm. then, like, done deal. Especially if first-party new games come to Games Pass. And not just first-party. Like, Outer Worlds was... On, I, they're first party now, but the Outer Worlds came out and everything else. Yeah, but it is one of those things where like they own the studio now, so that makes sense why it was put. But there. it was on there. But non first party games do come out just with like agreements and exclusivity yeah. things, and um, and eventually it could be one of those things where it's like, oh, this game comes out exclusively on Xbox for one year, like the Tomb Raider games. But six months in, it's on Games Pass. Mm-hmm. Cool. Or this might be a fun way to try Forza when I have that racing game itch. Uh, that maybe Grid isn't filling or uh, yeah. Gran Turismo isn't out yet or whatever. Um, so I think this is super cool. I'm like really excited. When when we had Skip in here to talk about xCloud on the podcast a few months ago, um, it sounded intriguing. I think it was like back no- in November when Stadia came out because yeah. we had the comparison yeah, between the two. Yeah, he hated Stadia. Well, he, he canceled it because it didn't have the same features. And he had been playing xCloud, which okay. gave him everything yeah. that he needed yeah. anyway. So... Um, I think this is really exciting stuff. I mean, obviously, it kind of changes the the landscape of of gaming a bit if these big, you know, first party titles from Microsoft are going to be available to everyone on every device without the need for an Xbox. That's a like gigantic shift in the way that the gaming industry operates, especially from the big three of Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. Um, yeah, and I think for one, Sony, uh, Microsoft's actually leading the charge in this. Mm-hmm. Like Sony's version of this, I don't. What is Sony? PlayStation Now PlayStation isn't now? the same as this. Really, it's like it's more of a like an archive kind of where it's like it's PS3 games and it's uh, you know like some PS4 games, but they yeah. come six months or a year later. Like Spider Man's on there now, but it only just came there a couple months right. ago when it had been out for a year and a half. Yeah, but this is just like the odd instance that like Xbox is actually leading the charge in this thing yeah. because they saw the writing on the walls years ago when it started that mm-hmm. like this is going to be the future, I guess. I don't I still don't think disc gaming is ever going to disappear, but no. um and streaming is also one of those things that like again, they got my fucking $30 without telling me because I forgot to cancel my subscription. Yeah. And I could have bought another game at that point, you know? <laughs> and instead I gave them $30 to not play anything. So that's another way for them to earn constant income as opposed to incremental income. Yeah, and it's kind of good to roll it out now because ultimately I think we're very privileged that we live in an area that has good internet. 
But there are places like in the Midwest that just don't have good internet. There are places in other countries that like just don't well, have not good even internet. in the Midwest. When I was in New Hampshire, my internet wasn't. I tried to play online with Joe all the time and didn't work. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I think I think we're lucky that we live yeah. in a place that has really good internet. Yes. Um, where we can stream and download and listen to music and like Joe can play YouTube videos at 1080p on his iPad while streaming 4K games and playing online. Like right. he can do all that because he has good internet. Um. So it's it. This will be also a growth thing to where when people do have good enough internet, which hopefully will continue to be more accessible to people the world over, uh, it means that Microsoft will be there at the forefront. They'll have worked out all the kinks when only, you know, the 200 million people had it instead of 300 million people right. or whatever. Um, so I think it's cool. And as long as you've got good internet, you should be able to stream on on anything. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. I think it'll be a, whether I will play it with any kind of regularity. I don't know. I would love for Sony to do something similar so that way I can take like my first party games and just play them on my phone or my computer without having to like do anything special or I could just get have a regular yeah, run of the mill laptop. So like if Nintendo did this too, granted the Switch is portable, so it's not as big a deal. Um, but for these those ones that are you gotta stay at your place where you have your system or lug your system around, I would love to be able to just like sit at a buddy's house with my phone and be playing Last of Us Two to like power through a chapter or right. whatever. Um, so yeah, this, this is super cool. So very excited about that. Uh, part of, I think what will, this is kind of leading to is our next item lightning round, um, that the way that Microsoft is selling some of their products is changing. Um, they confirmed this week, uh, that they are no longer going to be selling the Xbox one X or the Xbox one S all digital edition. So, uh, gearing in gearing up for the series X, God, his names, I cannot keep them all together. I'm so confused. Uh, the Series X uh, coming right. out this next fall. Gen. The Xbox Next Gen. The <laughs> next box, if you will. Uh, in gearing up for that, uh, they have announced that they will no longer be producing those two consoles. Uh, at first, when I was reading this, all of the articles were like, the Xbox One X or S All Digital Edition. And I'm like, wait, was there an X All Digital Edition? I don't remember that no. being a thing. There isn't. But just like the naming conventions, again, speaks to right. how silly it is. I would have no confusion about whether or not there was a PS4 All Digital or a PS4 Pro. It just, it's just easier somehow. Um, but So they confirmed they will no longer be producing those units. So if you were someone who was like really holding out... For the best deal on an Xbox One S All Digital or Xbox One X, like now's your time because once stores are, are out, they're out. Um, which ultimately leaves, I think, the only model left is the Xbox One S uh, as the like bargain the entry point one, yeah. into the uh, into the Xbox One family of consoles. Um, but that's not the only thing they're not selling. Um, so we'll lump all these no sells into one thing. John, what else aren't they selling anymore? Uh, they took the one year skew for Xbox Live Gold off of their uh, online store. And I don't think they've sold cards for a while. Again, we live in a world where we don't go to stores anymore. So I don't even look at that stuff. But also like for subscriptions <laughs> like that. Just do it digitally. Like, I know some people don't want to have their credit card and they don't want to run into the, you re-upped me and I didn't want it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like most people for that just go to their Xbox and they click one year. Or they just let it keep renewing because it's the same price. Well, and like, even I know, like, obviously we have the foots in the GameStop world or had foots in the GameStop world. When we had cards there, it just printed out on your receipt. 
the card <clears throat> didn't have a code or anything like that. Some of them did. Some of them had like the like the points cards and the subscription cards. Like you could buy a card to give, and then eventually they were like, no, we're just printing on receipts now. Right. And I, I don't. Th- I think the points cards probably still had a scratch off code, but I think yeah. the the subscriptions were always just, or not always, but like have now progressed into mm-hmm. a this is just receipt a code based. on your receipt. Yeah. Um. But regardless, they're now not selling one year. You can still buy one month and three months, probably so they can nickel and dime people. Mm-hmm. Um, the one year never had a resubscribe for a year automatically anyway. Oh, really? No, it always would just drop you into one month, which oh. is, again, how they would nickel and dime you. That's why I got screwed over. Like, if I had just done one year and then it gave me, it was would be, what, $60 for the next year, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. But it was like, no, uh, we're doing another month. So that's fifteen dollars. So mm-hmm. we're already now taking more money for the time that we're giving you. Gotcha. Um, but that doesn't exist anymore, probably because they said they're restructuring some of the works of their subscription service. I don't think that one year is ever going to exist anymore. You're going to have the thing we talked about earlier. Which yeah, I is think the it's it's games ultimate pass. games pass. Yeah. Um, so you're going to pay. You're not going to be able to pay the sixty bucks for the year. You're going to be able to probably pay. 80 bucks for Games Pass Ultimate or whatever. I don't whatever. think you can buy it in your increments. I think you can only pay for it per month. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if that is the next <laughs> thing to come from this oh, okay. is pre-buy a year of Games Pass Ultimate that gets you Xbox Live Access plus all these games and it's 100 bucks or it's 120 or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because... You know, I mean, it would probably be pretty expensive at 15 bucks a month, but there might be a, there might be a yearly option that saves you you know, it's like buy eleven $60. months, get yeah, buy eleven months, get the last one free. Right. Um. So it saves you fifteen or whatever. And some people might be inclined to do that because they're like, I play Games Pass all the time. I play Xbox One online all the time. Um. That does kind of suck if you don't want the Games Pass part of it, and you're like, I just play Call of Duty online. I just need sixty dollars to get me through. Because there are certainly people that are like, I play Madden, I play Call of Duty, I play FIFA, I play. Well, I mean, that's the Halo. way I was. I would play the things off my disc. I didn't need the the extra stuff. Like, yeah, you just want the online access. Yeah. Um. So it sucks that if there are those people out there, which there are, that they then get nickel and dimed on the monthly version or the three month version. Um. But I can understand them kind of forcing you to embrace this Games Pass mentality because it, to be fair, it is a really good deal. If you're one to want to take advantage of sure. it. Sure. I mean, or you could save this $60 over the lifetime if you're not going to take advantage of Co- it. Correct. Or uh, over the year, not, yeah. not lifetime. But um, they said that, um, like, their quotes, let's see if I can pull it up, was very time-specific. It, it doesn't seem like this is a thing that's um, going to be permanent. Um, but they said, like, at the time, we've taken the skew off. So... That means that maybe they'll add it back, or they're just going to add it back as Games Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at this time, Xbox has decided to remove the SKU for the 12 months. Months Xbox Live Gold SKU from the Microsoft Online Store. Customers can still sign up for a one-month or a three-month subscription through the store. Um, so you may be able to go into GameStop and still get your code printed out or receipt mm-hmm. or Walmart or wherever the hell you want to go and get it. Um, but you can't use your credit card to buy it from Microsoft directly right now. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming we'll get more information probably whenever next month they talk about xCloud and unveil that. They'll probably talk about their online tiers. It may be They might when, even do it this week. It might be Thursday. It yeah. might be whenever we get the Xbox One uh, or the Xbox Series X pricing announcement, which, yeah. could again, could be Thursday. We don't know. All we know right now is it's a games showcase, but it could be 
more than that. I mean, they showed off the the PS5 at their games showcase. Correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, it will remain to be seen what that means, but it's definitely a a pretty big change. I mean, clearly Microsoft was the first one to roll out the pay for online subscription model uh, with Xbox Live Gold back on the what original Xbox days, right? That's how long Gold's been around. No, I think it was on the um, 360. 360. Yeah. Um, you still had to pay for Xbox Live, I believe, on the Xbox One, but I don't think it was like the gold model or whatever. Uh, well, they had like the gold and platinum one, and yeah. the platinum one was like not gameplay but streaming, and then the gold was the the gameplay yep. and streaming. Um, so, but I don't remember. I I played it at the bunk way. I played through Game Spy. If you ever remember Game Spy, mm, I do. I played Halo through Game Spy on my Xbox original. Yeah, so uh, so we'll see what that means. Obviously, it seems like they're they're trying to shake things up a bit. Um, whether that means that it comes back with a different skew, maybe a different price because it has more now, or if it's or less, ga- or less, or if it's just Games Pass or bust, uh, will will remain to be seen. Mm-hmm. But they're clearly doing a lot of stuff, gearing up for the uh, the Series X launch, which we'll have more information about the, this week, and we'll talk about next week. Lightning round. Uh, we talked, I think, last week about some mysterious Twitter accounts pointing to the possible future games in the Microsoft uh, family of games with, uh, I think it was Fable, Fable and... and Perfect Dark. Yep. Uh, there was another new mysterious Twitter account this week um, that points to something that I've been clamoring for information yeah, you on. you something about this every week pretty much. Well, because we have rumors since like January and I really, really want this thing to exist because I want to play all these games that were talked about as part of this. So, John, what is a Twitter account pointing to uh it's mario's 35th is the twitter account and uh it right now it's a placeholder and like the name or like their their whatever not the handle but their name just is like a bunch of a's Mm -hmm. but if a a i'm mario um if you it's a me mario (laughs) if you click on the recover password thing Mm -hmm. it'll say like you know a password's been sent at like you know star 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 at n-i-n star 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 do.com yeah so someone at nintendo has registered this yeah whether or not this means that there's going to be do you think it was mario himself i think mario himself for his birthday made a very vain twitter account hey you know it happens but the year is uh, almost over we're now in the you know downhill portion of the year Mm -hmm. so it his 35th is running up so it's time to announce some shit yeah (laughs) if Uh, you're gonna do it you got six months. Correct. And I think this is Five one of those months. things that they definitely would have announced at their E3 direct that then, you know, the wrench got thrown into that. There was no E3. They yeah. didn't really have a direct um, placeholder. Like they said they were going to do it and that it was getting pushed because of, you know, work from home. It changes mm-hmm. the flow of things. Videos aren't ready. Demos aren't ready. Plans change. Uh, but I'm convinced this was a thing that was going to be announced then. The 35th anniversary pointing to specifically what I want, which is that collection that we've talked about numerous times that was rumored uh, many, many months ago of uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy 1, maybe 1 and 2, yeah. but at least 1 in some kind of collection. Yeah. Whether that's – you can buy them individually and we're calling it the 30th anniversary. 35th anniversary collection but you can buy them individually or if it was like the mario all-stars wii game where it came with like all of the mario games like it was like the mario 25th i think yeah it must have been because i was at gamestop at the time the 25th anniversary collection which had like one two three oh, all-stars yeah. Yeah. lost levels uh I think it's maybe one of the game boy Super games or something mario 
Yeah, yeah, something like that. And it was all on a Wii disc. So whether or not it's individual games you can purchase or a bigger collection, I just want to know. I just want to play Mario 64 again. Like, I just want to play Sunshine and for the first time. I want to replay Galaxy. Dual like, stick system. Yeah, exactly. I want them to, like, update controls and make it a modern feel. Because, like, holy shit, will that be awesome? Yeah. So I just want, I just want that. So I'm like clamoring for information. So hopefully the registering of this Twitter account means that that information is coming soon. The way in which the Fable and Perfect Dark Twitters may point to information at Xbox's event on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that either when this goes out at 9 a.m., there's also uh, an announcement of like special Nintendo Direct tomorrow at 10 a.m., uh, which has happened before. We've speculated things, and then the very next day, they're like, new Nintendo Direct tomorrow, and yeah. that's what they talk about. So I'm hopeful that that is the case. I don't really want to wait much longer. We I'm have to have going Joe to, say it out loud. So I'm going happens. to have to. Yeah, he should have not stopped coming. So you can say <laughs> these things. I need him specifically for that. He doesn't, have to talk, he doesn't have to talk the rest of the episode. He just needs to say the things that I want <laughs> to exist in the world. Um, so I'll ask him later when he comes over if yeah. he can do that for me. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I want this to be a thing. I want them to have... The 35th anniversary, and I want Mario to get celebrated. 35 is a big year. It's a good milestone. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Nintendo's been reshoveling out everything over and over again, so it makes sense. But Just give me this. They are running out of time. Yeah. Granted, their last Mario release, they also only gave about a month before it came out. Yeah. Paper, Paper Mario, Mario got announced, yeah. and then they're like, oh, it's coming out in, in, in four yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, so this could just be announced tomorrow and then be like, oh, yeah, it's coming out September 3rd mm-hmm. or whatever. And this could also be a thing where it's like maybe it was always scheduled to be released holiday around the new Xbox and PlayStation console. So that way they can be like, OK, well, we have Mario. We have a Mario thing. Yeah. So if you're a Nintendo fan, you've got something awesome to look forward to, not just having to buy a new. And it's only cost you $60. You don't have to spend $500 or $600. <laughs> and it's a game you've already played a million times before. But it doesn't matter. You love it and you'll buy it again because we know you will. You've done it before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just I just want more information. And this seems to be the closest that we've gotten to actual Nintendo information um, since these rumors started. If it's real. It's just again. a Twitter account. Yeah. It is... 99% registered to Nintendo.com. Unless yeah. the website is like Nintendosucks.com. Yeah, <laughs> and like and somebody registered it just to like hold it hostage. Yeah, something similar enough that they knew the asterisks would blank out and it would be read as Nintendo.com yeah. by anybody who wanted it to be that. Right. When really it's like Nintendonto.com or something right. like, you know, so. We'll, uh, we'll hopefully see this week, if not soon. Uh, something we did see from Nintendo this past week, Lightning Round, uh, is not just from Nintendo themselves. It is actually a collaboration uh, with the Lego company. Now, we've been talking about these Mario Legos that have been announced for a while now. Playset um, They're not great. They're not bad. I think some of them are cooler than others, but it's not a thing that I want or care about. Um, what got announced this week is something that I want and care about, but uh, ultimately is probably a bit too pricey for me to justify at mm-hmm. this current time. Oh, yeah. um, as Lego teased it originally, because uh, there were leaked images over the weekend that we just didn't talk about last week, um, but the leaked images showed a silhouetted something was coming from Nintendo and Lego, and it was confirmed earlier this week that we are getting in Lego NES and Tube TV like Lego set. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's a you know. It looks awesome. It looks so cool. It is you build the Nintendo out of Legos, and normally when it comes to Lego builds, I'm not a big fan of all one color. Like I'm not a huge Batmobile building guy because it's like it's all black. It's right. not fun. It's not exciting. Uh, 
granted this is all gray, but it looks exactly like a Nintendo. It opens so you can put a cartridge in because you can build the Mario 1 cart out of Lego. Can, so is this one for one scale then? It kind of looked that way. I don't think it says in like the description. I'm looking at the Nintendo or the Lego website. Um, it's authentic reproduction of the original console. Uh, plus a retro style 1980s TV. The exclusive Lego NES um, give, lets you build the thing. I don't think it's... It might be one... No, it's not one-to-one. I'm looking at like a guy's hand next to it. And it's it's bigger than the uh, mini. mini, but smaller than the real one. Okay. Um, everything is smaller. The controller looks about the same size, but the console itself does look a lot smaller. Um, so it is uh, 2,646 pieces. It is raged, uh, uh, rated for aged 18 plus, um, which is surprising. But I guess given the... Well, because they're like, they don't want kids to think it's an actual video game system. Correct. Probably. And there's probably a lot of really tiny pieces. Yeah. Um, but what's cool... So you get the Nintendo. It comes with one controller. It comes with uh, the ability to build the Mario 1 game cartridge. Not the Mario Duck Hunt combo one, but the stri- strictly right. Mario, Mario 1 Report. Um, although I'm very excited for all the people who go, yeah, I'm very excited for the people to like go to the Lego store and just buy like the cup of orange bricks and just build the light gun to go with oh, it. That'd be awesome, yeah. Um, cause like if someone will do it and the plans will be available online yeah. and ultimately you could probably go buy the enough bricks to make a second controller if you really wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, but the coolest part of this to me is that the retro eighties TV, which it's a tube TV with all the dials. You got to make sure it's set to channel three. Uh, which was a funny, like I saw a thing that was like, say how old you are without like saying it. Yeah. And one of, or like that kids won't believe if you said it. And it was like video games can only be played on channel three. Yeah. Like imagine telling a kid that, that you had to right. play There was no three. such thing as an input. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's got the, you know, it's got all the knobs. It's got the screen portion itself has the Mario one like level with a little like Mario character, not made out of Lego. It doesn't look like it's, I think it's just like a plastic. That's fine face but still cool um but the coolest part about it is there's a little crank on the side which when you turn it it changes the like the level moves and that mario on a level will then like bounce over like bad guys and over you know jumps and you know all these different things so it looks like the game is being played which i think is just really really cool uh and in seeing that i'm like i just wish we had regular mario legos like i wish it wasn't this interactive thing um, though, if you do have the interactive Mario Legos, you can put that Mario on top of the TV. There's a little port for it where he stands on top of the TV. And when you crank the lever and the world moves, the Mario theme plays, which is legitimately cool. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want that set. But if I was to get this Lego set, I would want that Mario to make it. Like, Joe was like, I, I was probably going to maybe buy the Legos anyway. But now I'm definitely going to buy both of these things, which like is 100% a thing we already knew anyway. But yeah. it just looks really cool. It does. Uh, it is also only a Lego store exclusive, though, from what I remember reading. Which uh, means, yeah, it does say exclusive. Which means it's going to be hard to find to begin with, and now it's going to be even more harder to find. Yeah, so it'll be available on their website, so you won't necessarily have to go to the Lego store from the looks of it. Um, it comes out August the 1st. It's $229.99. It's a lot of money. Since uh, US. Yeah, it is a lot of money, considering, like, it's a lot of pieces, so I totally get that. But it's all mostly one color. Yeah. Well, the TV's multiple colors, and obviously, like, the cartridge and the backdrop <clears throat> and stuff that you get to build is a different color. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if this was... 
if this didn't have the crank mechanism and was just like a static image on the TV, I feel like it would be way less. But I feel like with the gears and everything that you're kind of building and putting together, uh, ultimately, I think like the TV is going to be the coolest part of this build. Yeah. Uh, rather than like the Nintendo, again, it's just, it's gray with a strip of black and that's fine. Um, but like, I just wish it was a little cheaper, but ultimately this thing is really, really cool. It is super neat. Um, I want more stuff like this from Lego and Nintendo and less like the interactive game. Okay. Well, and I, th- I said I, when we were talking about this before that I think the, um, the like playset thing was the litmus test, but also Nintendo's doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, we will give you the rights to make a Nintendo Lego set, but it has to be playable. It's not just a model. Yeah. And I, well, I wonder how much of that was still like, if there's a mega blocks license still kicking around where they can't just do minifigures play sets that it has to be interactive in some way. I don't know if that's the case, Yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if Nintendo was like, no, all of our things are interactive and playable. So make it that way too. It's funny that like making video game or like retro video game things as a model is now a, like a, a, marketing tool or like a, a thing that people do there um bandai makes plastic models made a playstation one model mm-hmm. of the playstation one that you had to like cut out the pieces and physically make the ps1 it didn't do anything but it was just a one scale replica of the ps1 that you could make out of a plastic model yeah and now you can do that with lego for the nes yeah so uh, I I hope this does sell well because I would like to see other ones. Like I would probably buy a Game Boy one, mostly because I think it would be cheaper. Um, but like I I played more of my big fat gray Game Boy than I did of my NES, just yeah. because like I didn't. We had only one or two TVs in the house, and so parents took those. Oh yeah. So like I played more Game Boy than I did NES. So I think I would probably have that as part of a cool collection. And you could do the same kind of mechanism with like you could have the D pad be like pressable somehow and that moves along like the grid system or something if no, you it, would just to. Be, it would be tetris i'm sure that's fine too yeah. like i'm totally okay with that um so we'll see but then yeah you could do the same thing but like rotating right it would just vertical be as down. opposed to horizontal mm-hmm. and so you could press the up down button and that would like cycle the thing through or there could be like wheels on the back that you rotate to like make the bricks fall or yeah. in place or something like that uh so yeah i would like to see more of this i think this is really really cool um It'd be awesome to get it like as a gift or something. Maybe if it's somewhat readily available by like my birthday or Christmas, then this goes on a list of like stretch goals for, for <laughs> gift giving. Throw it on there and hope that somebody gets it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll see what that uh, we'll see what that looks like. Uh, lightning round. We talked about Ubisoft last week and their Ubisoft Forward event, and I don't remember if it was during the show or in our like pre-show talk uh, that you had mentioned you had not seen a game as part of this and i think now we know why um so what game were you looking to see more information from that just wasn't available uh skull and bones has been uh not like a no-show in any of their press since probably the original trailer um but now we know more is because they had to pretty much can the original idea and start from scratch um so a source that was close to some gaming website um uh not an official person uh talked to uh video games chronicle and uh said that they had scrapped all of skull and bones and had to start from scratch um and has been leaning more towards the games as service model as Mm -hmm. opposed to a, a narrative thing um which is 
pretty much what the Microsoft uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. The Microsoft Pirates game is. Yeah. So my guess is they were like, oh yeah, we can do that and make it better. We might as well do that instead of just making Assassin's Creed Four, but only. Yeah. Make it pirates. <laughs> I mean, I can understand like both aspects of it. Like, it would be cool to have a narrative-focused boat combat pirate game. I think people would dig that. Um, but I also understand that like it's probably a more viable option as a games as service because then you could you can come in and come out. You can play, you know, whenever you want to. You could pick it up again six months later and just jump in with your friends or whatever. Um, and it it is does seem very Sea of Thieves like if that's the case. But it's not cartoony graphics. It's more realistic. And so I could understand them being like, you know, yes, that game exists, but we can fill a void for people who are looking for that game, but with more realism or updated HD, like, you know, textures and not like cartoony cel-shaded disc stuff. Um, We'll see if this actually comes out. It was supposed to originally launch in uh, late 2018 and uh, obviously is not out. Yeah. A Um, pivot like this could could ultimately spell the death of the game. I think it so, probably will. Yeah. Because um, it's already kind of a niche game idea anyway. Yeah. It's, I don't see a ton of people clamoring for pirate-based stuff. But I think if the game comes out and it's good, it won't matter. People would want to play it. Um, but, yeah, this this could, this could spell bad news. Obviously, it's going to push it years out, I would think. Yeah. Because um, you're now going to probably scrap the narrative or somehow weave the narrative through the you know the content updates that you'll do every month that will bring in missions and things like, like that. Destiny. Yeah, where it's like, okay, we have a story that we want to tell. It's just going to take us longer to tell it now because we're not giving you 20 hours and saying go. We're giving you an hour or two hours every month and for a whole year or something yeah. like that. It's odd, though, because in looking at what they've scrapped uh the uh the article i was reading was saying like how how much of a lofty goal they had when they started that they were going to have like this like multimedia experience as well that involved uh a film that Mm -hmm. was going to come out and a tv series and the tv series was gonna be like a female uh fronted you know main actress pirate series but if they're going with a games of service model that's mostly multiplayer all of that's probably in the trash can not true you could just do it defiant style where that was a massive online i really wanted to like that it, it was a cool idea I, and then the I game was free so yeah, i will give it that it was a cool idea but but again you were saying this is a niche market and the, like there's not a huge clamoring for this but whatever there is we can now go and play all the ultimate games pass yeah to play uh see if these see if these so i think this is probably them going we're clamoring at trying to make something and if it doesn't work this is done yeah i mean ultimately they could work on it for six months and go you know what it's not coming together the way we want pivot back to the narrative all the stuff still exists for that there's got to be old builds and we can yeah we'll lose six months and it'll cost a little bit more but we need to put a game out and this version isn't it we were at least closer with that version let's just let's just go backwards and go to save file you know july 15th before we decided to to (laughs) pivot this so, yeah, I guess it will remain to be seen, and I, that makes much more sense as to why we didn't see it uh, at this previous Ubisoft Forward. But that doesn't rule out the the possibility of seeing the new pivoted version at the next Ubisoft Forward. Yeah, well, and the the source who said this didn't say when they scrapped it either. They said True. that like they scrapped it 
you know, in its development, and that's why it's been taking a while to show. Yeah. So who knows? They could have scrapped this in 2018 and have been working two years on it. True. Um, so, yeah, this could be announced as the next Ubisoft event, whenever that is, mm-hmm. um, along with probably Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I I don't have any interest in it. I just think it was funny because I was like, these are two new IPs. The stuff that they showed off at the first Ubisoft was just mickey ubisoft game Mm -hmm. (laughs) every every game was pretty much the same thing yeah um and and they were all sequels so uh i i always welcome new ips Mm -hmm. whether or not they're something i'm into or not i would rather push creativity than rehashing the same shit over and over again yeah so we'll see if maybe that shows up later in the year or not or if it ever comes to fruition at all lightning round um something that will be coming later this year is uh Square's Avengers game, Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this week they announced that they will be doing another one of their like war table, you know, video series dev behind the scenes type looks yeah. with new gameplay and trailers and I'm sure all sorts of stuff like that. The last one had confirmed Modoc as the big villain and shut off some more gameplay. So they are doing another one of those later this year. Uh, but they also confirmed the dates for the beta for the game, uh, which I very much am looking forward to because I want to know. Like, I'm again, I'm probably going to play it regardless, but the one thing that I haven't really gotten a good sense of thus far, and again, I'm trying to keep my exposure to it to a minimum um, in terms of articles and videos and things like that, because I want to go in as fresh as possible, uh, is what the multiplayer that they've been touting is going to look like, because it's not, I don't think it's Ultimate Alliance style gameplay where everyone's on the screen at the same time. It it very much looks like you're only focused on one character, so it'll probably be a split screen or online scenario. Um, where you see the other characters in the world, but you're not like looking at them third person, what they're doing because they're being controlled by a friend or something like that. So I'm interested to see what that kind of stuff looks like. Um, but uh, they did go ahead and unveil that on the uh, 29th of July, which is not this week coming up, but next week they'll do their uh, next round table. Um, and the beta they did confirm will be in three different waves. Uh, the first will be August 7th. That um, that beta will start for people who pre-ordered the game on the PlayStation. I don't know if that's just the PlayStation Store or if that's, you know, if you pre-ordered at GameStop or Amazon or whatever, if you got a code for the beta. Yeah. Uh, I haven't pre-ordered the game yet, so I don't know. Um, August 14th will be Xbox and PC pre-order beta access. Um, and then the PlayStation open beta will begin uh, and then on August the 21st, the open beta will be open across all platforms. So um, we got about a month until that happens for the open beta and just a couple of weeks before the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC betas begin. So I assume you'll probably want to check out the beta at the very least. Like I know you weren't super interested in this game when we yeah. first saw it, but a free chance to play it is... You know, could swing your mind. Like, are, is this something that you're interested in? I'll tr- probably watch out? you play it. Okay. I don't think I have an interest in playing it in general. It's not going to be something I'm going to buy. I like. I already know I'm not going to buy it. Like, mm. regardless if it's fun or not. Like, it's just not something I need to own. Um, but like, if I watch you play and it looks enjoyable, then like maybe I'll play multiplayer when you went when you inevitably buy it. Yeah. Um, or like GameStop rented or something for a weekend. Of... Yeah, like I'm more just generally interested in it, mm-hmm. but it's not something I'm giving my money to. Just it's not a thing I want to own. Mm-hmm. Like at least not right. Maybe in a sale down the line if it's maybe cheap enough. Yeah, yeah, like maybe next year, like next Christmas, I'll buy it if yeah. everyone like says it's great and it's like a nice narrative or something it. like yeah. that. But like just in general, like I'm curious, but it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. But I am. Super excited to see how you like. I like to experience things through other people mm-hmm. generally. Um, 
just because it's uh, had the shared experience sort of thing. But like, I like seeing people who like things like those things they like. So yeah. if like I want to watch you see, I'll watch you play it and see how you like it and everything like that. And I'll be more curious to know what you think because obviously you're looking forward to it and I'm not. So yeah, it doesn't really matter what I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still cautiously optimistic because I've been so like like when Spider Man was coming out, I was like, I need to see everything. I'm so yeah. this is so my jam because like Spider Man's my main hero. Yeah, same. This one. I would have probably been like that, but, like, some of the faces look a little wonkies. All of the suits are not great. Yeah, Joe and I were saying, or we all were saying how it just looks like really bad cosplay that, like, you you made out of things you already own. Yeah, which is (laughs) fine. Um, And, I again, I assume I'm going to be able to unlock all the classic costumes pretty early on. Mm -hmm. And hopefully hopefully it's like Spider-Man where I can change them at will and not like Batman where I had to wait until the end of the game and use them on a second playthrough, which I think we're past that point of... Yeah, they've, they've got to know this already. Uh, like once you get stuff. them, you can turn into them. And I'm hoping that if they didn't think that way at the beginning, that last E3 when we all told them it does not look great, let us change costumes, it got put into the game at some point. Well, they even said like that they addressed that directly like yeah, they said like be. we're going back and re- revisiting the look of the character they yeah. said they weren't going to change their facial features or anything because they think yeah that's fine people are too attached to attached to the mcu um and not, they're saying obviously this is not this isn't the cinematic yeah. universe so they're going to look like what they look like but we might change their costumes because we don't want cap to look like he's wearing a cop outfit that's yeah spray like painted. military garb or yeah. whatever um so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still cautiously optimistic on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like, you know, headfirst diving in, but the beta will go a long way to either being like, okay, like I'm gonna play it, but I'm not super jazzed about it. I don't think anything will turn me off from playing it, just because again, I'll play a bad game if it involves characters I like. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll be interested to like get my hands on it, so I'm like excited to like get it in my hands and to be able to do it for free or for five bucks or whatever is do we know how long the beta is running for because like a lot of these betas that come out are like a weekend thing and then we forget about them yeah um it doesn't say specifically i'm assuming they might address that in the war table in the war table on the 29th i'm not seeing anything that says i mean it's probably most likely the weekend um and it's just like it's each weekend in august basically where like you can play it the 7th if you pre-ordered it you play it the 14th you can play the 21st i don't know if it'll be the same beta each time or if the like it'll open up and progress i assume a lot of that um so yeah it it does say here in this article that the july 29th 10 a.m pacific time will detail what players can expect out of the beta um so i think that is um that's exactly what that kind of war table is going to address is probably length of the beta is it you know if you if you pre-order on playstation that first day are you going to be able to like save progress both from beta weekend to beta weekend because playstation pre-orders can play three weekends in a row or three weeks in a row is that progression saved for online are there unlockables you can get in the beta that will carry over you know how does this look is this the beginning of the game is this a middle mission like what does it actually look like we'll get those details on the 29th but i'm just excited to get my hands on the game to find out more about what to expect and i hope you remember because <laughs> we were excited about ninja law and then that came out and we never played the beta for it yeah no, that's okay i haven't really played it again since it came out actually anyway um but i think this one i feel like this one will be in more places i feel like there will be like there'll be articles in my normal daily scrolling oh, saying like this is what to don't, expect don't forget or i'll i'll like be scrolling through twitter and i'll see people playing it and be like oh yeah that's right whereas because like i follow marvel and i follow all of the like gaming oh, okay, things yeah, yeah. where i feel like with ninjala 
there wasn't anyone caring or playing about that random Tuesday at 11 p.m. Which was time justified slot or the games. Yeah. So, Never. and it didn't work anyway, so it was fine. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to get my hands on it. Yeah. Uh, lightning round. We got movie news again this week. Um, this week it was confirmed uh, that Michael Dowes will be directing the Just Cause movie. Uh, you may know Michael Dowes from his recent work of Coffee and Kareem on Netflix with Ed Helms and Taraji P. Henson. Uh, he was also the director of Stuber with uh, Batista and Camille Nanjiani. Uh, and he got his career started early on uh, directing The Goon with Sean William Scott, the hockey beat-em-up movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Didn't see the sequel. Uh, heard it's fine. It's um, it's a competent movie. It uh, is more of the same. But the first one's really, really good. I we don't have, know if the second one is directed by him. I think the second one is actually directed by Sean William Scott. Jay Baruchel, I want to say. Oh, that's right, because he was the like douchebag in that movie. Yeah. Uh, He's I also believe. my like double, apparently. Uh, I don't see it. I mean, I guess maybe. When I was young, when I before maybe. I had a beard, everyone was like, yeah, you look exactly like him. Maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe younger days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I really liked The Goon. I heard Stuber was fine, and I didn't see Coffee and Cream. Stuber was okay. I had also no interest in, in the Ed Helms Netflix movie. Yeah, but it seems like he... So he's got a couple things recently that are buddy cop-ish, you know, um, and then he's got stuff with hyper-violent aggression in Goon, because uh, there's a lot of like fights I mean, and blood. I Stuber and... gets super fucking violent in the end. Um, so yeah, so I I feel like this is a good person to kind of helm the Just Cause agree. movie. Yeah, um, that movie's being written by one of the co-creators of the John Wick franchise, Derek Kolstad, um, and has some other people on as producers. But yeah, I I mean I don't really know much about the Just Cause universe. I never played the games, but I know it's all about like over the top action and stunts yeah. and craziness. So um, given his body of work, I feel like this could be a really good really good fit. And this is one of those instances where I think that a video game movie would be great. Like, it's already a game that doesn't take itself super seriously, and, like, plot is non-existent for the most part. There's a dictator. You're trying to overtake him by using, like, tethered systems to put explosives on cows and throw them in the air. Like, Mm -hmm. the the game's nonsense. It's nonsense. But, like, that could be bonkers and ridiculous in the movie yeah they did say that they're also searching for a uh female co-lead to mm-hmm. go along with the um rico rodriguez character that they'll be casting for this yeah um which there's no no casting or anything noted here uh, but they are looking for like a female co-lead to kind of give it a romancing the stone vibe which is the michael douglas kathleen turner i want to say movie from like the 80s yeah um so that could be cool just kind of like and again that leads to his sort of buddy cop team up uh you know that fits along the Stuber line of like, if this dude's going to be the super awesome secret agent government guy, the girl will probably be the like, you know, girl he meets in a bar that gets caught up in the, you know, situation and has to like go along with it kind of feel to it, which could, which could play off of the dynamic that he yeah. seems to have worked with in, in these last couple movies that he's done. Not a good movie, but a decent comparison. Do you ever see the tuxedo? The, Jackie oh, the Jackie Chan movie. movie? No, with Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. No. It could be like that, where, like, she's also a secret agent, but, like, it's also comedy action. Or yeah. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of... One. What was the one with, like, Mila Kunis, where she was, like, she got dumped by the secret agent, 
and like oh, then yeah, gets caught right. up in it. it um, like her ex-boyfriend or something like yeah, that. Yeah, was is, a spy yeah. or something. And so I, she gets kind of thrust into that world of spiness. I never but watched that. I did, and it wasn't bad. And it was because uh, it was her and the girl from SNL whose name escapes me at this exact moment. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. But it kind of reminds me of that of like reluctant person gets caught up in a world and has to kind of like deal with it while also having someone to like help them along yeah. the way so to speak so uh that could be pretty cool i'm i'm kind of excited for this I, again i have no you know horse in this race because i don't i'm not like you had to do my favorite game but series like, justice even the people who love that game like i'm sure they're they just gonna be is. like it's got explosions and tethers yeah we're fine like <laughs> yeah plot is pretty like like i said not consequential no. in, in in these series for something like this i feel like it's got to be the action's got to be good there's got to be some comedy elements to it and the two leads have to play off each other really well yeah. and the villain's got to chew all of the scenery it needs a tether it needs parachutes lots of explosions and it's fine. a cow or two yeah yeah so we'll uh we'll see no timetable for this movie to come out right now obviously just getting a director um they've got a script that they're working on so i feel like we'll probably start getting some casting soon is there anyone that you would like to see play rico rodriguez not ryan reynolds stop putting ryan reynolds in every fucking movie (laughs) i feel like i'm hoping that if the character's name is rico rodriguez we probably will lean towards latino casting but you know, eh, it's Hollywood. They could they could easily be like it's based on the Just Cause franchise, but it's a new character, and maybe he runs into Rico at the end, and that's the setup for a sequel or something right. like that. That it's some new guy. Um, but yeah, probably won't be Ryan Reynolds. I feel like he's got too many other action remember franchises. That, remember that GTA and PC game that he was free guy? To, yeah. yeah. When did that come out? <laughs> it was supposed to come out this summer, but it got pushed because oh, okay. of COVID. So that's coming out, I think, December first now. If, if yeah, if this doesn't carry along. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, every movie release date is in a constant flux. Uh, we're all just waiting for whenever Warner Brothers wants to give us Tenet, uh, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll get that movie, I think, at the end of the year, I think, is what the last release date I saw uh, I think was. it was August, actually. Well, oh, no, it got pushed until October, because it was supposed to be in August, and now it's in October. For what? For Tenet. Oh, yeah, it's constantly. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be July, so. Yeah, it was supposed to be out already. So, we'll uh, we'll see what, what comes of it, but that could be pretty cool. I like, I like the news so far. Uh, lightning round. We've been covering the saga a lot over the last couple of years, uh, but it seemed for a brief instant this week that the Uncharted movie started filming because uh, Tom Holland shared a picture of his director's chair. Not that he's the director, but the director style right. of chairs. The cloth chair. Correct. That says Nate across the back um, and said day one Uncharted, like hashtag Uncharted. And everyone's like, oh my God, they finally started. A lot of studios have started ramping up production again with reduced crews and you know different safety guidelines and everything for obviously not spreading covid and filming in areas where maybe they've gotten a better handle on the like no one's filming in florida or arizona or california they're filming in like other parts of the world and like new zealand and places yeah, that have specifically new zealand. got it undercover yeah. or under control rather um so he he posted that everyone was like uncharted it started filming everything's fine we're finally getting to that point where you know, this movie that I said is never going to come out is might actually be on the way to coming it's out. It's being filmed. Um, and then a representative from Sony Pictures said that they're still in pre-production work and it's not actually... No, we just made chairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably like he went to go visit the set because they're going to start filming next week or the week after and he's down there now to get ready and do read-throughs and practice with co-stars and everything. And uh, maybe that was just his first day on the set, but they're not actually filming yet. 
but ultimately it does seem like we are the closest we could possibly be to filming actually the camera's actually rolling and someone saying action and getting this started. Yeah, I was reading a thing about not Uncharted directly, but about films uh, like starting small productions and like a lot of films are being shot in New Zealand right now. And this is specifically being shot in New Zealand right now. And they were one of the several crews that were allowed to enter the country. But I think they said like they have a like minimal crew of like 15 people. Like that was as many as the country was allowed to let him in. So he's probably there right now. I mean, they could be shooting right now for all we know, but like, that was probably just him like seeing the chair for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's still pre-production because they haven't begun shooting, yeah, no but they're action. on set right now. Correct. Yeah. So this is, I mean, I think they were what a week away from starting back in March, mm-hmm. and then everything, the whole world shut down like completely. So I mean, we're we're now is this is the closest we've come so far to this movie that's been in gestation for ten years now. Well, so, it's gone through eight directors. Yeah. And- uh, Mark Wahlberg went from playing Nate to playing Sully, so that that's how long we've been doing this. <laughs> he's aged so much. <laughs> uh, he's aged out of the role of Nathan Drake. I mean, I think he was a little too old to be playing teenage Nathan Drake to begin with, but that was obviously a different version of the movie back then. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm going to see the movie either way. If it I'm, comes out. I'm excited to see it if it does come out, regardless of if it looks good or bad, because I feel like at worst it'll be one of the Tomb Raiders. Like, it'll just be like, oh, that was fun. Like, I don't think stupid. this is going to be bad. Like I think it'll just be as middle of the road as possible. Right. It's going to be your average adventure movie. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, that's a, it's a budget Indiana Jones uh, that costs $300 million. But like a <laughs> budget in terms of quality. It's a, it's a lower budget Indiana Jones. Yeah. Or a higher budget Indiana Jones, but lower quality story or whatever. I think this is going to be at worst like a six or a seven. Like I don't think this is going to be like, what the fuck was that? What did I just watch? Like, I think there will be some core elements that make it unchartedness or whatever. And I think there will be some that where you're just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? I have no idea. This isn't uncharted at all. Uh, but I think I feel like the bar is at lowest, like a six or a seven. Right. I'm expecting the Tomb Raider movie out of this. And I liked the last not Tomb Raider the, movie. Not the Laura Croft movie. Or the Angelina not, Jolie right. ones. Yeah. Not Laura Croft, the Tomb Raider. I'm talking about the Last Crusade Tomb ripoff. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked the Last Tomb Raider for what it was. I thought it was just fine. Yeah, it was an adequate movie, and I thought it was a good setup for a franchise. I thought like I wouldn't hate seeing a Tomb Raider too. I, I would thought go, there was going to be one. I mean, at some point there probably was, but the world. Yeah, again. So, um, yeah, if if we get that kind of quality out of it, or again, it could still be Last Crusade because. Sully won't be his dad, but he'll have that dynamic of like old, young, last crusadiness. Uh, you know to what it. I thought of? Obviously, Tom Holland's a bigger draw right now, and he'll be the major of the movie. But what if there's like a like stinger at the end that shows Nathan Villian as Nathan Drake now? That'd be cool. I was actually thinking it would be fun if they did, like, if Uncharted, the movie, does really well and it's a great movie and it makes a bunch of money. And they're like, okay, we've got a viable thing here. It would be cool if there was, like, this alternate universe or same universe or whatever where Nathan Fillion does, like, a TV show where it's maybe him uh, teaching his daughter, who, you know, we meet in four, Mm -hmm. to be an adventurer and a treasure hunter and whatever. And that kind of sets up... Uh, like a TV series that they can grow with where he's still Nathan Drake and we get that from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be cool if it's something where they show the future and maybe there's a time travel aspect in the next one where we get both versions or something like that. Right. That would be super cool because yeah, I also want to see Nathan Fillion doing something uncharted because that fan film was great. And he is, 
He did it. Nathan Drake, like in my mind, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I play the games, that's it's not like I know it's Nolan North. Yeah, it's not Nolan North. I love Nolan North. It's Nolan North doing a um, Nathan Fillion impression. Impression, more or less. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like like I said, I'm excited to see it when it eventually comes out. If it eventually comes out, uh, it seems like we're the closest to it coming out that we've ever been. Um, but I'm excited to see what this comes up with, and I'm expecting no worse than just fine. Yeah, adequate video game movie. Yeah. So uh, that'll be sometime next year, I think, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what comes of it. But mm-hmm. anything I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. Uh, I did think of two small things. Um, Sony said they were ramping up production on the PS5. Yes, they're, they did. They're doubling their numbers that they were originally thinking, which is good because scarcity was going to be a problem that we heard a couple months ago. Um, and then they also said that they're not going to sneak out pre-orders; that they're going to give you a date and give you enough time to Correct. save up and go to the store yep. because. Uh, who's going to pre-order from a store, but still, like, <laughs> yeah. um, they're going to give you enough time to, to pre-order it as opposed to like Apple, who was like, our shit's out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it was never going to be that, but it, I think that people were worried that it's going to be like, you're going to be scrolling through Twitter and you're going to see like three hours ago, Sony tweeted pre-orders live right now. And you're going to be like, well, fuck, I missed it. Like yeah. all the pre-orders are sold out. Yeah, How did I not know? Um, it's going to, yeah, you're right. And that's the best way to do it. That's how everything else has been done. That's what, I don't remember if the switch did that or not, or if it was just like, I feel like we had, there was like, we're doing a video where we're unveiling the switch. And then in that video, they're like, and pre-orders will start now. And that's when you can pre-order it. Yeah. The last system I pre-ordered was a Wii, like the original Wii. I pre-ordered the switch. I showed up the day, like right before their store opened to pre-order it. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, this makes sense. I'm glad that they're doubling production because, again, scarcity was always an issue. And also, it's not going to be uh, uh, surprise drops. You're not going to be like, oh, shit, it's $600 and I have to pre-order it now because most of them are going to be sold out by now. Exactly. So, so yeah, all good news. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, they're playing chicken with pricing and release Still. dates. So we'll see if Microsoft goes first on Thursday. And then- I hope they do. Well, I'm assuming next week we'll get a Sony thing if that's the case yeah. or vice versa. Or we'll have to wait till August. But you'll at least know when you can pre-order them. And the longer this goes, the less likely you'll have to wait for the pre between pre-order and release. Yeah, because so. it's still holiday or uh, Q4 or whatever they said. Yeah, holiday is still the, yeah. the time frame. All right, cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning. At 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of Ghost of Tsushima uh, thus far. If you're excited about uh, xCloud coming fully available and coming with Games Pass. If you're going to go run out and buy your Xbox All Digital S or uh, your Xbox One X. Or if you you know still have three years of gold cards stashed up. Uh, are you? What are you looking forward to in the 35th anniversary Mario? Are you going to get the Lego Nintendo? Uh, what do you want to see from Skull and Bones? Are you playing the Avengers beta? Uh, what do you think of the Just Cause movie or the Uncharted movie? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Keep washing your hands.